It's time for The Drive's Top 5 at 5. Fan Run Radio, it's quitting time. 5 o'clock on your Monday. Time for the Top 5 at 5. Marcus Young is back. What do you got, Marcus? Thank you, Russell. Net number one, the AP Top 25 poll is out. Some changes have happened as Alabama moves up to number three. Purdue actually stays at number one. We got Tennessee dropped down four spots to six. Probably the biggest moves that happened. Texas moved up five spots, jumping Tennessee to number five. That's a joke. You also have Kansas State dropping down five spots to 12. And Gonzaga has dropped down to 16. Uh, Entering into the top 25, I believe, for the first time was actually North Carolina State. They jump in at number 22. NC State. Yep. Okay. I realized they were having a nice season. ACC um, has been a little down this year, hasn't it? It's not been the same. Watched a little bit of Duke Carolina Saturday night. Carolina managed to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory there towards the end. Congrats to Durham Dave. Listening out in Nashville. Durham Dave. Will he be representing in Memorial Gym Wednesday night? That is the question. He said he was going to. What percentage of fans at Memorial do you think will be in orange Wednesday night? 50-50? Really? You think so? They've not been drawing well. Like, Vandy basketball fans are just out on stack. And have been for a while. You don't think they'll show up now that we look a little bit vulnerable? But we're still well, highly just, ranked. I think the question more is like, what is Tennessee fans' appetite for that? Like, are our fans in the mid-state going to buy up those tickets and go and support a top ten team, or is that going to be you know, like, eh, I don't know, we're not playing well, not fun to watch, think we're going to lose in March, whatever it is? Well, you and, and all away. your Negaval fans, buddies. me, yeah. Looking at you, big boy. Uh, uh, no, no. Looking straight no, you, across you the might table sit this from one out. you. You might want to sit this one out. We can play the bear highlight reel of Bears Barnes bashing this year. I've had some questions about his minutes distribution. Yeah, we can we can go there if, if you want to. I don't think you want to. No. I'm just I'm just in shock he called you a a Barnes basher. That was just not a good look. No. no. Uh, number two, uh, Miami's defensive coordinator, Kevin Steele, former volunteer, has accepted Alabama's offer to become their new defensive coordinator. Former Tennessee head coach, Kevin Steele, Russ. <laughs> Somebody sent me the – and I don't know where this is from, but I, I remember reading it years and years ago, the infamous Orange Bowl – when he was Clemson's defensive coordinator against West Virginia and Pat White and Slayton, those guys put up a 70-burger on him. Mm. Here is the screenshot of the report. We've heard several disturbing things about Steele's possible psychological breakdown during the Orange Bowl. Multiple sources have said that he was calling plays from his days with the Panthers, which aren't even in the Clemson playbook. And as such, the players were totally confused. It reportedly happened during the Auburn game as well. I don't know if that is true. 
Frankly, it's a bit far-fetched, but I do know that Steele has a reputation for being a nervous wreck on game days. I'm sure most of you recall that he passed out on the sidelines during a game, and I've heard many times that he requires an IV for fluids because he's such a wreck and won't eat at all on game days. Oh, a stable guy. Uh, man, that's, that's just what you want, a defensive coordinator that goes crap his pants crazy. Who is the guy Trey told us about? I'm pretty sure it was a guy on Pruitt's staff that his pregame ritual was he would eat an entire, like, large pizza. Is that Niedermeyer? By himself. I don't think so. Ask Trey who that was. Statute of limitations has passed. We can publicly shame that person now. It was like some bizarre ritual. Like, he would get to the press box. Like, in the press box, he would go up there, sit oh, yeah, down, and, he would eat, I remember and the story, eat the yeah. entire, like, a huge pizza just yeah by himself destroy it yeah and then coach the game probably to a win it's a at, lot of carbs at number three jim Beheim has uh ripped nil rules saying that certain teams bought their teams he had to issue some kind of yeah. apology today syracuse men's basketball coach jim Beheim uh provided a harsh assessment of the sports over the weekend Talking about the NIL, saying this is an awful place we're in college basketball. Pittsburgh bought a team. Okay, fine. My big donor talks about it, but he doesn't give anyone any money. Nothing. Not one guy. Our guys make 20000 Wake Forest bought a team. Miami bought a team. It's like, really? This is where we are? It's like, that- dude, you coached Carmelo. <laughs> like, nobody thinks he played for you in your national championship year for free. You've been busted multiple times violating NCAA rules. Set this one out, bro. Yeah. Uh, Heath Thamel did post an update saying that uh, he followed up with an e- followed up with ESPN to say that he absolutely misspoke about Wake Forest and Pitt buying teams, as the only public usage of NIL misspoke. he knew about was Miami's. Yeah. Which uh, it was highly uh, publicized. So says he should. Well, see, he's those. he's had a pretty. Re- I mean, he tore ass into some. It's like. Uh, I mean, be like Chloe or Ben. I mean, it, there was some kid that works at the Syracuse newspaper. Oh, he's done that several times. It's like, like, well, the, I'm surprised more reporters, like in the room, like older people, don't call him out. Like, I'd call him out on the spot. Be like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. What, after a 20 year old kid? Well, Syracuse, in the, his defense, like, they do, they're kind of like Missouri, really well known for their journalism and broadcasting schools and so it's not yep. it's not like a pellissippi state kid over there it is more like these are the next generation like you have to be pretty good to to get there but still like and i, w- I would say you shouldn't treat anybody like that unless they've yeah really the, asking for it going out of their way I, I i cannot remember the question the kid asked but it you know one of the other reporters commented it's about the player that's just with no explanation has not been playing and Beheim won't give an explanation for it. It was a question every reporter in that room, that was going to be their first question. Where is our best player? And it just happened to be a kid from the newspaper. So Yikes. he needs to retire. He's a grumpy old man now. At number four, Eagles Nick Sirianni has said that he still has a chip on his shoulder after not being retained by Andy Reid. 
Ooh. Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni was let go by Andy Reid when Reid took over as head coach of the Chiefs back in 2012. I didn't know this. A little subplot to the Super Bowl. Sirianni was the wide receivers coach for Kansas City at the time, and he said he was appreciative how Reid handled the situation, acknowledged that not being retained as a part of Reid's staff was a motivating force for him. Quote, do you always have a little chip on your shoulder? Sure, yeah, you do. But that's who I am as a coach uh, and a person. I want to make sure I'm working my butt off to get as good as I can possibly be and sure you hold on to some of those things. There's a lot of subplots to this. You've got Reed, obviously, former Eagle. That's kind of Sirianni. a stretch to have to try and get yourself mad because you didn't get – nobody ever – very rarely do coaches get held over. Well, it was his first job in the NFL was with the Chiefs. So that so you've got a multiple things that's really cool about this. You have, obviously, Reed with the Eagles – Sirianni used to be with the Chiefs. You got both Kelsey brothers playing against each other. So you got the Kelsey Bowl going on. There's a lot of cool storylines to to this whole Super Bowl. I'm I'm excited for it. So he worked for who? Romeo Cornell? Romeo, Romeo. Is he the head coach out there? Was that who it was? Was Who's the head coach? coach Maybe for a minute. Who was the guy that ended up becoming – was it Todd Haley? Who went on yeah. to Pittsburgh later on as an offensive coordinator? Like he, he was. He who was, was there when Joe, uh, when Belcher went nutso and unalived himself in the parking lot? Remember oh, that yeah, I saw dude. that on social media. Yeah, I think that was Cornell. Yeah. Oh man, did it in front of Cornell and some other team officials. Yeah. So very quickly, there was Romeo Cornell right before Andy Reid. You had Todd Haley, Herman Edwards. Uh, Herm, yeah, you play so. to win the game. Hello, is is he just a little bit too out there to be like be super successful as a head coach? I don't know what it is. I feel like he, you know, didn't have the greatest rosters with the Jets and right. the and the Chiefs, and then college football. I don't. He just was a terrible fit. Like the fish whole, out of water. Well, it's like his thing was we're going to use the pro model. We're going to have a GM, and I'm going to be hands off. Like he kept all the previous staff's coaches and just sort of I'm going to manage you. It's like there's a reason nobody's ever done that before. <laughs> it's stupid. And finally, number five, Russ, you're going to enjoy this one. Uh, funeral home finds woman still breathing after she was declared dead. Ooh. An 82-year-old woman was pronounced dead at New York Nursing Home but found to be breathing three hours later at the funeral home. That's a nightmare. Where she had been taken, the authorities said. Uh, She was pronounced... I'm not dead yet! (laughs) She was pronounced dead at... Nikki Six. At Water's Edge Edge Rehab and Nursing Center at Port Jefferson on Long Island around 11 o'clock that morning. Note to self. The woman who uh, whose name was not released was taken to the OB funeral home locally. Police said in the news report she was discovered breathing around 2 o'clock. God discovered breathing. Uh, you know that was a scary scene in whatever room she was in. We got a live one here. <laughs> the case has been referred to the state attorney general's office for investigation. Yeah. The state health department is investigating as well. Uh, adding that she, uh, the spokesperson, uh, Monica Peremro, I think that's how you say it, added that she will not be elaborating on the situation. 
I feel like this is something that any one of us could go and ask these people and investigate. Be like, look, uh, what led you to believe this person was dead? They're still breathing. The apparent premature declaration of death occurred days after a continuing care home in Iowa was fined $10,000 over a similar uh, situation. So, uh... Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this happening? This is a, a recurring situation with these people? Not the same place. This one happened in Iowa. Uh, in Iowa, authorities had a six-year-old woman who was declared dead back in January, early January, uh, where she was receiving hospice care at an uh, Alzheimer's special care center. She was pl- That woman was placed in a body bag and taken to the funeral home. So, uh... Ugh. Makes you wonder, man. Are we still burying people alive out there? That's why I want to go Viking style. That that is the worst. That's a weird thing to say. That is the worst fear. <laughs> How is that of, weird? Of all, man. That, it's uh, not even weird. It's so typical. I would rather. My wife was asking me a bunch of weird, like, "What do you want to do when you die?" Question. I don't know. Maybe she's planning on offing me or get something. a food taster. <laughs> but start uh, talking nicer. It was. All I know is, I, I, listen, I'm not going to be around. I don't, I don't think I, I don't have strong feelings one way or the other, like what you do on my funeral and everything. Do not put me in a box and bury me. No. What's, no. What's wrong with the Vikings? I'm style? not going to be slowly eaten by worms over the course of hundreds all right, of years. All right. Burn me and scatter me somewhere cool. I said. You want what? You want to be on the raft and, and like yeah, the guy when, shoots you yeah. with the arrow, with the burning arrow? Yeah. Dude, you know how I, this ends, you put Marcus? So, we're going to push through so much. In the middle of Third Creek doused in gasoline. Is there anything else we can do? And now that you're dead, you want us to build a raft you can with buy some what, sort of pyre on there. It. Send you out there and then recruit an archer to shoot flaming arrows at I'll you? Shoot Listen, the arrow. just stick you in the. <laughs> Oven like anybody else, you'll man. Be, you'll be like You're the guy. Special. You'll be like the guy in Game of Thrones who can't hit the shot. Um, that's what I. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. It's a lot of pressure. Listen, I will have everything prepared before I go. An archer will be. I'll have his descendants prepared if I have to, depending on how long I live. Hey, he's like, put a lot of thought to this. Of course, I have. This is weird. Twenty-eight. I'm getting I'm old. Car. <laughs> okay. What are you, are you are you a barrier barrier or burner bear? I'm gonna not talk about it, not think about it. Shot off into space. You didn't make like. No, I don't want. I don't want to talk about this, man. And I definitely don't want to talk about that. Where you're getting ready to go? That's my business. You get, I mean, I, I don't know. I, that I, I wasn't really thinking about that, man. Here, here's the thing. You know, we won't belabor the point because you get weirded out. I don't make it weird, but if you don't do it, you're putting it off on somebody else to do it for yeah. you. Yeah, that's not that's not cool to your kid, your family, whoever's going to make the decision. Oh, like sorry, I don't know who it'll be. Bear, Bear didn't make any Bear didn't make any decisions. It's up to you. Yeah, what do you want to do with your old man, with your buddy? Like, yeah. no, no, not yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a that's like a horrible last thing to do. Is the the last. Uh, diffusion of responsibility, even from beyond the grave, <laughs> yes. he won't take responsibility. Exactly. That's it. Better not be me. Of it's course, not. it will. Can I be your your executor of estate right now? No. You'll make make a decision. No, you're not that. 
More like it'd be chance. Chuck him in the ground. <laughs> Estate sale. Got any debts? What do you think? <laughs> he'll leave a damn it. He'll leave a nice letter for you for his lawyer to read. You know, at the will, the will reading. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a very an airing of grievances. Yeah, against you people, and I've got a lot of problems with you people. I leave all my worldly possessions to Cody McClure. <laughs> Oasis Vinyl will be to Brandon Orff. Great. Drew Hickman. You're not Drew Hickman. Uh, Drew. God, what was Drew's last name? Our old intern. What if we uh, stuff you like taxidermy style and no. just put you in the corner? <laughs> this is enough of this. Let's go ahead and go. We could... I'm going to go ahead and dress go, you as we go ahead and take our first break of the hour. How about that? You, you feeling uncomfortable? Yeah. Confronting your own mortality? The grim nature of the Reaper. He waits for no man, Bear. I'm it's only well one ticket out of this world. I have a weird feeling the moment that was the crossing of the line was when you said we should <laughs> stuff him like a bear. No. Stuff a bear. That, a bear's rug. <laughs> no. That Just, might have been the line right. that you crossed. <laughs> be back with more after this. Oh, man. The Drive. Fade Run Radio, The Drive continues. It is time for The Docket. Brought to you by Fox and Farmer the car rent pro attorneys check them out online at foxfarmer.com for nfl player arrested on a misdemeanor driving under the influence charge after troopers say his vehicle rear-ended a pickup truck that was on the side of a south florida highway because of a flat tire injuring the truck's driver who had been standing outside 34 year old vante davis allegedly smelled of alcohol had slurred speech and bloodshot eyes and could barely stay awake while being interviewed by a trooper after the accident oh. early Saturday. Falling asleep in front of the cops, huh? Yeah. Lost control of his Tesla sedan. They didn't have the self-driving thing. Does that thing even really work? Yeah, it works. Are you sure about that? I, I mean, keep seeing stories where they're crashing. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not 100%, just like regular driving. But... What would you, I mean, what would you rather do? Trust, you're so hammered you can barely stay awake even there's a cop in front of you. I think I'll just go, I'll trust the Tesla. I'll trust the, the thing. Auto drive yeah. thing. I heard, uh, you want to hear something macabre? Sure. <laughs> Is this going to give me nightmares? I, I, I saw this on some HBO documentary about these similar, uh, about the electric vehicles. One of the first recorded deaths of a self-driving car. This was several years ago. Right. Some dude is just riding down the interstate highway or something, doing 50 miles an hour, watching a Harry Potter DVD. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. And his car ended up going off the road. He goes under a tractor trailer, gets decapitated. You're just sitting there cruising. Watching Watching Voldemort do battle with, with... HP and the boys. Yeah. I don't know if that's what they call it. It's probably HP a weird and way. The boys. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the next thing you know, you're losing your head. 
Have you watched those movies? Yeah. I've read the books. Have you really? Yeah. Big Harry Potter fan. Great books. I've never read any of the books and not seen any of the that movies. That surprises no one. Might have to put it on the list of awesome things Bear hates. By the way, we did have somebody uh, ask on the Twitter machine. Will we get one last reading of the list of awesome things Bear hates at his funeral? Yes. <laughs> can, I, can I stand up there and with yes. the music? No. It's going to be like, did you ever see that movie Amazon Girls on the Moon? long long time ago where the guy dies and uh they he has like a roast for his funeral his coffin's up there and they're all up there just cracking on him super quick i just just i need clarification you don't like harry potter it's not that i don't like him it's just i've just never read the books or seen any of the movies just want a quick clarification just to make sure and evidently, uh, reports out of Mexico, including a press release from local authorities, say Kyle Bush, NASCAR driver, NASCAR. was sentenced to more than three years in jail and fined for bringing a gun into the country last month. Yeah. Kyle is currently, I saw him in a race car yesterday. I don't, I just don't think he's going back to Mexico. Ever. Yes. We're not going to extradite him to Mexico? No. Three years in jail Did you for see bringing his statement? a gun into the country. See, he did release a statement. Yeah, he says that he had a concealed carry, was not aware of Mexican law. Dude, like, it's a different country. Okay, it's cool that you have a concealed carry permit in America. North Carolina. Like, I don't know if they covered this. Like, uh, NASCAR guys, sometimes they get out of school earlier. They're not like... Two different countries. There's law in your country, not the same as law in another country. I don't think he should go to jail for three years for, you know, carrying, carrying a gun or anything like that. That doesn't. That's not what I'm saying, but it's still stupid. I love the last line in it. I apologize for my mistakes and appreciate the respect shown by all parties as we resolve the matter. My family and I consider the issue closed. He's saying, I ain't going to jail. I don't care about your laws, Mexico. I'm not coming back. <laughs> I'm NASCAR driver. I'm famous. If we ever have the have Mexico five, the there. Guadalajara 500, I, I guess I'll just sit that one out. Well, yeah, the problem is, is that his the teams that he owns does race in Mexico. They have a couple of races down there every year. Mm. I guess Kyle won't be going. All right, that's your docket for this afternoon. It's brought to you by Fox and Farmer, the Car Wreck Pro attorneys. You set up a free, no obligation consultation with the attorneys at Fox and Farmer today. They don't get paid unless you do. So give them a call. 865 531 9400 is that number. And you can find out more on foxandfarmer.com. 865-546-8200, your number to get on board this afternoon. We're breaking it down, talking Tennessee basketball. Uh, we're just putting this Auburn game behind us. we got to play them again down there here in a couple of, That's We'll oh, cross gonna, that bridge yeah. when we come to it. We'll but play Vanderbilt Wednesday. Let's just, yeah, let's just forget about it, as they say. Forget about it. Forget about it. We're moving forward. So, if you want to move forward 
with us. Go ahead and take a shot now. 865-546-8200, your number to get on board. Athlon Sports has crunched the numbers. Can we do some college football talk for a second? We haven't really done that today, have we? Mm-mm. Hit it. It's Knoxville, Tennessee, and we're back in football. We don't suck anymore. We should talk about this every day, right? I feel like we yes. are. So, Athlon crunched the numbers using uh, 247 recruiting rankings from 2019 all the way up to 2023. So, taking now that recruiting signing day is done, and we'll still see, you know, there's still going to be some. Um, There'll be some roster coming and going, movement. transfer portal stuff here after spring practice. And this doesn't take into account attrition over, like, you know, your 2020 class lost half the guys or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it it averages out because everybody has attrition, right? So this is a not completely 100% accurate look, but um, I would say 75, 80% accurate, realistic portrayal of the rosters. Who do you think has the most talent in the conference, Bear? Georgia. Still Alabama per 247. They had the number one class this year, the number two class last year, the number one class in 21, number two in 2020, and number one in 2019. Roll damn Todd. Gone 62 and 7 over that span, 37 and 5 in the league. Georgia right on their heels. Um, average finish of 2.4 in the recruiting rankings. So they're doing pretty good, 60 and 8 in the league. And then obviously there's a big drop off. Uh, third would be LSU. Makes sense. An average finish of sixth in the 247 recruiting rankings. AM is fourth at 6.8. Florida is fifth at 12.4. And your Tennessee Volunteers are sixth. At 14.2. Just barely ahead of Auburn at 15. Ole Miss, Arkansas, Mississippi State, Kentucky, South Carolina, Missouri, and Vanderbilt rounding out the rest of the league. Now, I do think it's interesting. Tennessee record overall the last five years is 34-27. and essentially tied with Auburn during that span. Auburn's 34-28. and 28. So as bad as Tennessee has been, you basically, you're, you've lost one less game than Auburn. And Auburn had some, they had a 10-2 and two somewhere in there too, didn't they? Pretty sure they did. I mean, they'll usually rip one. They'll have a bad year and then they'll have a good year. It's like a roller coaster down there, it seems like. Kentucky over the last five years is 40 and 23. So they've won six more games than Tennessee. But who they play? Check out the conference records. Both Kentucky and Tennessee are 20 and 22 in the last five years in conference play. And you would think that permanent opponents, Alabama for Tennessee, Mississippi State for Kentucky. I don't, I don't know how often Kentucky's beaten Mississippi State, but I'm guessing it's more than once, which is what we've beaten Alabama the last five years. So a little bit of a difference there. Arkansas has had a rough go of it lately in the league. 10-32. and 32. Well, remember they had that. Oh, the the only me. team that's done worse is Vandy. 
Well, I mean, Arkansas, didn't they have that? Um, they had an Ofer in there, didn't they? Yeah, before Pittman. And then maybe a one, like a one and seven or they something. Were really, they were really lost in the desert before Pittman. Ten and 32. It seems like the Sam Pittman talk has kind of died down, too. Yeah. They peaked, didn't they? Yeah. Now he's lost weight. He lost Kendall Browse, right? Yeah. They got K.J. Jefferson coming back. We'll see what they can do. It's still a tough out. Kentucky's, uh, you know, if you're talking conference schedule, they don't have to play Alabama every year like you were saying, and then they're out of conferences. It's not exactly a murderer's row. Yeah. I think uh, I'll still be interested to see, you know, 247 does the talent composite right before the beginning of each year, which we were 19th last year, which is what made the run so remarkable. Mm-hmm. Is I mean, they're pretty much doing it with smoke and mirrors, but that will take into account all the attrition and the transfer portal additions that have yet to come. What do you think about Beamer in South Carolina? I think they're going to be the trendy uh, dark horse pick. He's upgraded their recruiting. There's no doubt about it. Uh, 16th nationally in the class. And they signed a five-star last week. Yeah, their first one since what, the tight end Harbors, Nicole Harbor, Nicole Harbors, something like that. Yeah, um, I don't like that guy. That's going to be a huge game in Neyland, man. It's going to be two top twenty-five teams, most likely, going at it next yeah. year. Got to win that one. Yeah, you do, and I feel like this fan base is almost going to kind of demand a. I mean, it needs to be a. It needs to be a reckoning for Beamer. Yeah. He acted. He he got a little out of line. A little, a little out, out of line. A little, a little slap. Out of order. He needs a good slap. That's what Shane Beamer needs. He needs a good slap. No, I yeah, I I want blood in that one. I mean, that might be. Listen, I want to beat Alabama and Georgia. I would love to win in the swamp. Beating South Carolina to me is non-negotiable. <laughs> they can't come in here. That's a firewall kind of thing. But, yeah, he he needs to be put back in his. If you give me a choice, you can only win one. You're going one and one against Florida and South Carolina. I know which one you're picking. Oh, yeah. It's good. I'd probably take South Carolina. Man. You can explain a loss to Florida in the swamp. We've done that before. We ain't losing to Carolina in our house. Those idiots. Mouth-breathing South Carolinians. 865-546-8200. Zero, zero, your number if you want to get on the Big Orange Phillies phone line. So let's work in a call from Geraldo. Geraldo's like, oh, they're not talking basketball. Finally, I guess I'll call in now. If we lose to South Carolina, I I will go into a catatonic state for 10 years. There's There's no coming out of that. We shouldn't have lost this year, and we're sure as heck not going to lose this upcoming football season, absolutely not. You know, speaking of things that get me angry and fired up, the Chick-fil-A drive through has to be one of the worst experiences on God's green earth. What are you talking about? It's like the best, most well-run drive through in the fast food industry. Are you kidding me? No. They won't even let me look at the menu anymore. Instead, I've got to... 14-year-old teenager asking me what I want. Maybe I just want to look at the menu, kid. Well, they'll yeah, show it Russ. to you. 
Ask nicely. I'm sure they will show it to you. I agree with Geraldo. They're always trying to push you and push you and push you. Maybe I want to look and see what I want. Then just ask. Ask for what you need. I can't try anything new at Chick-fil-A because they won't let me. Yes, they will. What are you talking about? They always rush you. (laughs) No, they don't. Yeah, they've got a long line. They're trying to keep it moving. If you need some extra time or you have a question about the menu, all you here, here's what you do, Geraldo. Are you listening? You li- yes, what? Listen and learn. Calm down, first of all. Take a <laughs> breath. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. Um, I, I, I'd like to see a menu. I've got a couple of questions. All right, sir. You need to. Uh, you need to pull up, please. You need to pull up, please. Can you pull up? My pleasure. Yes. Can you pull up, please? Yeah, I, I'd just like to see the, the menu. No, uh, yes, 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 yes. Can you pull up? Yes, my pleasure. Uh, see, you're just, being, you're just being ridiculous now, Geraldo. I can't talk exactly. to you when, when you get like this. Can't talk to you when you get this. It's not a thing that happens. I no. bet if you ran a poll right now, most people do not enjoy the Chick-fil-A nope. drive-thru experience. It's the quickest drive-thru experience out That's there. Not. It's not. That would actually but, okay, well, technically, because the lines are longer, yeah, it's going to wait. A, you're going to wait a little bit longer, but you know that going in. You don't have to. Nobody's holding a gun to your head telling you to go to Chick-fil-A, Geraldo. Working a burger every now and then. Or get something to eat before you leave the house. Is that really so hard? My wife made some terrible dinner tonight, and we both agreed, okay, I guess it's Chick-fil-A night. And so I went to Chick-fil-A, and awful drive-through experience, just like every single time. And then not only that, after they take your order, they tell you, okay, go after this car. But then the car next to you in the okay, other that, line that, that tries is, to get yeah, aggressive that's frustrating. and, that's and frustrating. pass you up. That's frustrating. Okay. I, I'll cede a little bit of territory to you there. That's always a lot of anxiety. Uh, follow this car, but what if the other car tries to get, like, I, I hate that part too. But it's okay. invariably that guy gets your bag of food because he's out of order, and you just try to explain to him that you're screwing everything up in there. Just one more thing that sucks about their drive through experience. What, what, what do just you want? Like you cannot lead anything up to us in the what, line. what do you need to see the menu? It's Chick-fil-A, Geraldo. There are nuggets and sandwiches. That's it. He has a good point there. They do have pretty good chicken noodle soup and mac and cheese. Wait a second. Wait a second. Is that it? Do we know? Have they added new menu items? We would never know because they never let, let us look at the menu. Exactly. That, no, no, not exactly. Exactly the opposite of what you said. The most first cogent of all, phone call you've ever made. First of all, Geraldo, you're holding a device in your hand. You can look at the menu on that right now. You can go to their website and look at the menu it's on not the same your thing, phone. Ross. They've got an app. And again, even if you can't get a little technology together, you can just ask them. They're holding an iPad. They'll show it to you. I've done it before. And you say, yeah, that looks good. I'd like that. I don't know, sir. Have you watched The Last of Us yet? <laughs> Russell and I have not watched episode We've four. We've watched the first three episodes. We're enjoying it. We got them, Geraldo. It's been my pleasure. Love you guys. Bye. I'm just going to go ahead and say the best <laughs> drive-thru experience is cookout because they have two windows. 
Most places have the two boxes to order from, and then you have to squeeze in. Cookout together. can be rough, man. I've never had cookout can be rough. Day, yeah, two cookout windows. can take a while. Uh-huh. Two windows. Like, two windows is good. That's what Nobody, I'm not arguing do. that point, but they are not as fast and efficient as no, Chick Fil A. Not even close. And usually they they the the where they put their buildings, the footprint and and how they lay them out are a nightmare. In the most one, of their locations. Uh, the one on Cedar Bluff is weird. Now the one on Kingston Pike on Bearden Hill, like it's the traditional two. You you choose a line, you go through it, and you get up there. And sometimes if you choose the left one, you got to reach across the passenger seat awkwardly. But it's worth it to save a little time. The one on Cedar Bluff. I know I've been to that. Like, where you, quite a if bit. you choose the outside lane, you pull up, and then you have to turn at a right angle, yeah. and get up on the side. That that is a little. That can and don't even let's not even talk about the one on the strip. Yeah, the, okay, because that's actually the closest one to oh, me. I've actually never been to that. Oh, one. That that's one a, that's is a the damn worst. nightmare. It's because no they only have the one window. It's the worst position to have a cookout. Well, that and they've got like. Eight or nine hundred college kids trying to get burgers almost yeah. every night. If you, the Chick Fil A's like, like uh, if if you can't I thought get, you were really really listen, rude. To, if you to, can't to get Geraldo. the Chick Fil A drive through together, rude. if you can't get through there without a satisfactory experience, that's on you. I'm not going to say I have the same reaction as him, but I have. It's something that I've noticed. I'm like, you know what? I'm thinking in my head like. What if I just want to glance at the menu and see if there's something I hadn't had in a while? Ask. They'll show it to you. you it's know? all you had to do. But they're, 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 sitting there, they're, they're, they're sitting there like some kind of cult members with their, you know. With, with their iPad doing their job for money. It's very cult. Taking like. orders. Uh, 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 they say my pleasure that you're saying the cult thing. Uh, they, they've got, it, it's kind of a weird kind of vibe I get from the Chick-fil-A people. What? Efficiency? Courtesy? Competence? Yeah, more like religious cult kind of thing. Kindness? <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't like the whole being nice. Puts me on red alert anyhow. You'd rather have the derelicts at your local crystal doing God knows what when you're not watching to your food, taking God knows how long and being rude to you. You would rather have that no, they aren't rude to me. I'm really cool to them. Those are my people. Though. Well, that's all you have to be to the, the to the Chick Fil A people. They're very off putting, very off putting to me. Excuse me, ma'am. Could I see the menu? Yes, sir. Here you go. What's hard about that? I'm not it's a huge literally fan. All it I is. mean, like, it, you don't even have to be nice about it. Show me the menu. Well, yes, sir. They're, they're here not you go. open on so Sundays. The same thing. You know. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, Everybody that's knows that. This thing, is Chick Fil A. They're not open on Sunday. How does that impact your drive-through? experience you don't go well, it just makes me anti-chick-fil-a mm. you can't you can't just take a you yes can't you can you can take off. whatever day you want off well, i think it's a bad business model myself did he did Geraldo say and i want to make sure I'm, i heard him correctly did he say my wife made a terrible dinner he did <laughs> okay. yeah he said they both i mean when you're married though you can I just you've got a healthy relationship by the time has that never happened do you would you ever say it on air, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can have those conversations and be like, yeah, it's this happened is to me. It's like, whoa. Yeah. You want to go out to eat tonight? It happened. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't cook at all, so I I, I don't try. To, I, I try not to offer any criticisms, but I, I can't remember what it was. So it was a couple of months ago. My wife made something, and it just didn't work out. She's like, oh, we'll get something. 
Yeah. And just chalk it up. The, right. That's their that's lone L of 2022 in the oh, kitchen. You're living, so. you're living good over there where you're at. Yeah. She posts a lot of pictures of her food on Facebook. Yeah. You my, ain't hurting. My main point is, is I don't know. Like, you can have the internal conversation be like, this just didn't work. Yeah, let's go get something. But to then go on a radio show and be like, oh, guys, it was, it was They rough. did say they both agreed. Yeah. Did she agree to talk about it on the air, though? Who cares? I feel like I've been, like, on the like, praiseful. <laughs> Lucky man. I'm soup and sandwich tonight. She's picking it up. It'll be there when I get home. She make you more matzo ball soup later? No. Would you tell me if she had? No. But there's one thing. There's one thing you talk about, and I'm still. I mean, we're, we're damn almost ten years in our friendship. I feel like I, I brought you. I brought, yes, I did. I brought I, you I've some. Got, yeah, no, no, no. There's another thing she makes that I've never been invited over to the Smith family house for hot beef sandwich night. Those are pretty good in the slow cooker. Yeah. Oh man. That and a little, uh, little provolone on that toasted buns. Whew. What's another one? Uh, that. Uh, Oh, when uh, when when Terry starts talking about his, his those peach glaze, some kind of like delicious sounding wings that he smokes, he'll, he'll talk about those. Uh, never got an invite over there for for wings. Uh, so, what do you make? What's your go to dish? If you want, really wanted to impress me. What oh, are you me? Probably um, gumbo. Really? If I really want to impress you. I've never heard you talk about gumbo in over five years of knowing you. Yeah. Yeah. What do you what do you put in it? Uh, a little bit of everything. White rice? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, over white what do you rice. call the, the sauce? The what do they call it? Roux? roux. Yeah. When you use gumbo you do that? Use fillet, yeah. What kind of sausage? Uh I use like two or three different kinds. Two or three different kinds of sausage. Yeah. yeah. In a gumbo? In a gumbo, Chicken? Yeah. Chicken. Okra? Yep. Shrimps? It's just shrimp, I believe. Yeah, it's shrimps. Plural. No. <laughs> uh, and I've got some other tricks. Some other things to add to my... Onions? Of course. Can I just say real quick, I I believe Bear. I'm not saying he's lying. But well, I, I do find it... you believe me or not. No, I'm just pointing out, I just find it very interesting that every ingredient he says you've said yes to... Like, you haven't said any of your own ingredients. <laughs> yeah, it's very, a little bit of everything. A little skeptical. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to sit here and Three tell you. Three different kinds of sausage. Exactly. I, I, that's a little strange. I don't, you're not exactly selling me on Bear's Gumbo here. I'll try it. That's the reason I don't talk about it. It's, it's, it's not easy to make. I mean, that's a commitment. You're talking like a – it's like a – to me, if you want to make my gumbo, that's it's damn near a 24 hour commitment. 24 hour commitment. 24 hour commitment and Are a you- lot, a lot of money. And anything can go wrong at any moment and ruin it. Quick timeout. The drive continues. More fan run radio coming up. The d- Bear, you're getting roasted pretty good on the uh, Twitter machine. I don't care. Scooter says, thinking that one of the most successful restaurant chains in America has a bad business model because they are closed on Sunday is next level bear. 
Tyler says Geraldo is going to look at the menu and still order a number one. <laughs> That's absolutely good. <laughs> sure it is. You know, hold up that line. Hmm, I've been ordering the same uh, thing at Chick-fil-A uh, for like a good I go between 10, 11 years. I go uh, number one or the uh, spicy deluxe. I get whatever it is, the nuggets. Like, is it nine or 11 or whatever the big one is? Not the giant one, but. Colin says Chick fil A might be the best drive through uh, ever and the most organized drive through in the history of man. If you don't like it, take your fat ass inside if that's bad, if it's that bad. Hmm. It is not the most efficient. No, they've they've actually done studies on it. It's, It's actually not. It's, but it's not I the fastest. Think... I believe it is the most efficient. What's a more efficient? In... Tell you, I think cookout's more efficient. No, Having dude. two windows. No. What do you mean no? Dude, I'm telling you, man. Mickey D's with the two drive through the fun, the two drive through funnel. Here, here's the thing. If everybody follows the rules, that thing can move quick here, in the morning. Here, here's why Chick Fil A is so good, is because there's a rigid structure. Like everybody's going to say my pleasure. Everybody's going to have a smile on their face. Everybody's going to work hard like that's just it's not negotiable you like you don't the the person who doesn't last like a day there then they'll they'll fire you if you go to cookout or mcdonald's when it, it just depends on the quality of the staff and yeah you might you might luck into running into a mickey d's that's busting it they got a good manager on duty and they're making it happen but that's not always the case. You might run into that one Mickey D. They got two people working, and they do not want to be there. They don't care about you, your food. You don't know at Chick Fil A. You know about uh, would you throw Sonic in there with like? Does it count as a drive-through when you're pulling up to those little things? Those little things. The at Sonic, where instead of going through no, the actual drive- that's a that's a drive-in. I saw someone eat it once with their uh, skates. It was rough. Timothy says uh, Kyle Bush almost as dumb as taking a weed vape pen to Russia. <laughs> and then uh, Matt says the only people who had Chick Fil A Bear and Dan Wolken. That's the kind of that's the kind of company. I didn't you, say you I hate it. Bear. I eat the Jesus chicken. I do. Bear and Wolken. That's good. That's good. Let's get Westchester in here. Final call of the show. What's up, Westchester? Gentlemen, yes. I just want you to know that those uh, those young girls out there working the drive-thru in the winter, they have to, they not only have to buy those coats, they're like 80 bucks a pop. They make them buy their own uniforms stuff? Yep. That's yep, pretty lame. From them. That's pretty lame. How do you know that, no Westchester? Co- this sounds like the kind of thing you say on the show, and then I go back and research later and find out it's complete BS, but I forget, and so it never gets corrected. It's on the internet. It's got to be true. Oh yeah. Okay. Of course. <laughs> I've seen. I've, I've seen four. Diff- I've confirmed it through four different YouTube videos. It's got to be true. Four um, different YouTube videos. Yeah. Well, you don't. Like, I mean, you don't have to work there. It's a lot like, of videos. Go work somewhere else. Go work at McDonald's. I think I, I think Chick Fil A is good. I think it is a little a little too beloved. It's not it's not what people say it is. Um, dollar for dollar, there's better chicken in Knoxville. Well, I would say the best the, thing about that place is their cookies. They got the oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. They have good cookies. They're delicious. The the food might be a little bit. I think the food's pretty good, but the service is part of the appeal. That's part of the reason that it's so popular. Is people go I don't like there their sauces and. 
If they if they brought back carrot raisin salad, with they dropped like 20, 30 years ago, whatever that was by now. Oh, they I'd dropped their like lemon pie like 10 years ago. I'm still not over it. Uh, Russ, you know the key to the cookout on Cedar Bluff, right? You know yeah. the best way, safest way to get out of there, don't you? By car? You don't. Yeah, you don't. You don't go back to Cedar Bluff. You know that, right? Oh, you can sneak out through the back. Yeah, I know all the little tricks, yeah. man. I yeah, mean, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's okay. my neck of the woods. I, I'm familiar. Yeah, I just want to make sure. But uh, no, you're you're dead on. I've worked enough um, restaurants and fast food throughout the years that there's some places that you can't get away with that. There's some places can but uh guys uh, fast food aside um i there's one there's one thing that i tried to get uh houston and part-time nate to talk about this morning on the uh on their show and uh they wouldn't do it it's uh i'm pretty proud of the fact that this tennessee team is despite all of their problems they have not lost back-to-back games all season y'all y'all realize that how big of a deal that is that's yeah, uh it's they're a pretty good, well-run, well-coached program, no doubt about it. And I appreciate you bringing that up. As we close out today, Westchester, out of time. We got to run. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you, Chloe. Overtime, headed your way next. We'll do it again tomorrow here on Fan Run Radio. The Drive.